You're listening to the My NFT Journey podcast. Each week our host Andy Storch will share his journey and newly found passion for non-fungible tokens. Welcome to My NFT Journey. I'm your host Andy Storch and this is a show where I share my NFT journey as well as the journey of others and lessons learned along the way to help you with your NFT journey. And the question that we're asking today and talking about thinking about is what do you do when everything is down? What do you do when things are not going so well? You know, everything is not roses and butterflies and excitement like it often has been in the NFT world. And to join me and happy and help me in this conversation, I've invited my wife, Courtney, back on the show. Glad to be here. Well, it's good to have you back <laughs> big on. Big fan, big fan. But yeah, thanks. Good to, good to have you. Everything went so well last week. Decided to have you back on to have this conversation. And uh, we're recording this uh, just a week before this is coming out. So fairly timely, although things do move really quickly in the NFT world. And this is inspired by, if you've been following the NFT space, the fact that a lot of projects, it seems like almost everything except for VFriends and a few other things are down quite a bit right now from where they were just two, three, four weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> That's a very uh, a shrewd assessment to the so, situation. So for example, and the way you can even look at the data on this, you can go to OpenSea, which of course is like the eBay of NFTs, OpenSea.io. And on the homepage, you can scroll down to top collections and it shows the volume in sales over the last seven days and the change in volume. And you can see big projects like Board Ape Yacht Club at number two, which is, as I'm looking at it, it's showing it's down 12%. But for the last few days, it's been down like 30 or 40% as lots of people are pulling money out of the market or selling for less. CryptoPunks, I'm looking at down 42%. Lots of other things that have been down. And then you've got VFriends, which I'm looking at is up 390% right now. It's been really kind of blowing up because Gary V has been kind of hyping things up leading up to Series 2 and VCon and everything else. But what do you do when all the stuff that you've bought into that you're excited about is now all of a sudden off 20, 30% off of where it was a few weeks ago? That's a great question. <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to you, know the answer to that too. What do you think? Well, and I think for the first thing to do is have a little bit of perspective. Yeah. And again, in a way, it almost feels like strange to be having these conversations about panicking over, you know, where your investments are when there's so much uncertainty in the world. There's war. There's people are losing their homes. They're dying. And so, you know, I think the first thing to do is take a breath, mm. <laughs> count your blessings, yeah, and also realize that uh, you know there's there's so many cyclical trends that happen in any in any investment space mm -hmm. and the nft space is no different i think we're just so used to seeing things go up in the green so fast yep. that it can be a little jarring when it's not just one or two projects but it's just it's about lot, everything it's a lot of stuff and, and it's not just the nft space right cryptocurrency of course is still way down from the high of I think Ethereum's high was maybe 4,400 back in Q3 or early Q4 of 2021. And now we're looking at 2,500, 2,600 these days. So it's down quite a bit. The NFT prices are down from the highs they were a few weeks ago. And the stock market is way down as well here in the US, at least the S&P 500, especially if you look at the tech sector, which, where we've been heavily invested, <laughs> are way down. Everything is yeah. down near 52-week highs. You know, Some of this could be impacted by what's been going on in the Ukraine. And there could be other factors as well. And there's no way to know, you know, the challenge with this is 
is it short term or is it is it long term, right? And the question we were messaging with certain several friends is like, is this a great opportunity buying opportunity because it's a dip and it's going to come back? Or is this the beginning of the end? Yes. (laughs) And like I said, if uh, we knew that, then they wouldn't be investments, right? Right, It wouldn't be worth anything if you could just answer those questions. I mean, those are the questions that we all have to ask ourselves all the time. I think it's, in one sense, comforting, not that it's comforting that, like, you know, everything is down, but that we're seeing this across different sectors, right? It's not just particular to the crypto space and the NFT space, which in a way, you know, is somewhat comforting, right? This is just a trend that we're going to see everywhere. I also personally think there might be some good that comes out of this when the dust settles in that right now, NFTs are so new. Crypto is so new. We don't know where the value is, how it's going to hold, and what projects are lasting and why they're going to be lasting. And so I think actually this is a great, I don't want to say housekeeping opportunity, but I think that a lot of knowledge is going to come out of this when it's all said and done. And of course, you know, some of us are going to take a hit to to get that knowledge. These are all things we need to learn. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you're looking at a situation like this, it comes down to your fundamental beliefs in the things that you're investing in. And what is your time horizon? We talked about this Mm -hmm. in our last episode. We talked about making decisions together and like really getting aligned on what are you investing in? Why? And what is your time horizon? Or is it for a few months? Is it for a few years? Is it for retirement? Like most of the stocks we have are in retirement accounts and we don't plan on really using those or touching those for 20 years. So even though it hurts right now to see Mm -hmm. that the stock market is down and off maybe 15% from its all-time highs... It really is no reason to do anything because I know that it's going to come back and I know that we, we're not touching those things for 20 years. Now, with NFTs, we have a little bit shorter time horizon. However, for the projects that we really believe in, like VFriends, which is actually up, or say Impact Theory by from Tom Bilyeu, which is a long-term project we've invested in, hasn't really moved at all, you know, you could just look at that and say, well, I've invested for the long term. I planned on holding it for two, three, five years. And so it doesn't matter to me that it's down right now versus like, I need this money short term. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about this project's long term potential. Maybe I should think about just cutting my losses and taking this out now to protect myself from, you know, any potential future losses. But of course, you're taking a risk there that you're going to sell and then it's going to pop right back up. You just don't really know. Yeah. And I mean, it's pretty obviously a simplistic way to put it, but everyone makes the decisions, the right decisions for them in that moment, right? And we can never predict the future. I mean, I can't, not yet. I'm working on that power, but I don't quite have it yet. All we can do is make the judgments based on our situation at that time. So I certainly don't judge anyone for pulling out and taking the money and running. (laughs) Yeah. So I have have a friend that I made through the VFriends community who went in pretty heavy on VFriends and other NFTs last year. He had several and I think almost 20 V friends and a board ape and some other stuff. And over the last week or two, he's sold a bunch of stuff and he's cashed out a ton of money. And, you know, on the one hand, you could say, hey, what are you doing? Like, don't you believe in this stuff long term? On the other hand, you can never you can't blame somebody for pulling pulling some money out of the market. Right. He did really well. And uh, as the famous saying goes, you never lose money taking a profit, right? And he has definitely profited. Everything is up from where he bought it. So that, you know, no, no shame in, in pulling money out of the market. But, you know, to your point, like you make the best decision for you and you have to be committed and okay with that decision because you have to realize that you might be selling now to protect yourself 
And if you keep checking, you might see that, that value, <laughs> that NFT go up or even double in the yeah. next few months. I think once you sell, you have to commit to throwing away your phone. Yeah, your stop, don't, don't look Smashing anymore. Smashing it with a hammer, yeah. you know. You know, it's, it's, it totally is dependent. And yeah, it also depends on exactly when you bought in. Like a lot of people can sell right now and feel pretty damn good about themselves. Mm-hmm. So... Of course, you know, we're, we're not really giving any concrete <laughs> solutions here because, you know, the answer is you don't really know where things are going. You never really know what's going to happen, which is why you got to come back to your values, your time horizon, your investment thesis, your long term horizon. And a lot of times we get into stuff and we don't even know why. I've mm-hmm. done episodes on, you know, getting into things for FOMO versus having that really like core belief in long term value and time horizon at a project. We've gotten into things for both. And I've, I've often regretted the FOMO <laughs> jumping into stuff. What, what the heck do I have? Why did I buy this? Versus like VFriends. And, you know, ironically, it's the one that's essentially performed the best for us at this point is one that I'm like, I buy this because I'm, I believe in Gary Vee and I'm not too worried about it because I plan on holding it for a long time. There's some other things we've bought that's like, okay, we want this to go up and then we want to cash out of it and take a profit and, and put it in something else. And that hasn't happened yet. And so maybe we need to wait a little bit longer. It's only been a few weeks and these things are, are months and these things go up and down. Yeah, I think we also have to have a little bit of perspective around timeframes, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is such like an instant gratification world that we're living in with NFTs, you know, by design. And so sometimes you do have to take a little bit of breath and be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been one month, two months. That's yeah. not historically a huge amount of um, amount of time yeah. to see your returns. At the same time, I do think you kind of have to think when you're in a situation like this, what is going to be bother me more? Say, you know, you've made a pretty decent return. You're wondering what to do now. What is going to, what, you know, what's going to give you more gratification and what's going to bother you more in the long term? And I think we all know kind of what side we fall on. If you pull out now, and then prices return, and then they, you know, you see huge, I don't know, 100, 200% gains. Is that going to bother you more? Mm. Or if you decide to do nothing and it goes down and it maybe never reaches the peak of where you were, how is that going to land with you? Yeah, it's a good question to ask because you got to consider both sides of the coin. When it's a tumultuous market, it almost always is, and you're thinking, oh, should I sell and get out or should I just hang on for the long term? You know, you could hang in there and it could go up and things could work out. You could hang in there, it could go down. And you got to think about, okay, my risk, uh, there's, there's benefits in both ways. There's also a risk in both ways. There's a risk that you sell now and then the market rallies and it comes back and it goes way up beyond what you sold it for. And then you're kicking yourself. There's also a risk that you hold on and the market continues to go down and we end up in a, a great depression of NFTs and crypto, which many people are calling the crypto winter will be coming one day, etc. And that may show up at some point. So it's important to ask yourself, what would I regret more? What would hurt more? Right? Would it be? I think I had a bracelet that said that. What would hurt more? What? What? what, what yeah. <laughs> or was that? What would Jesus do? I can't what remember what it said. <laughs> something. Something like that. Right. Something but like it's, that. But it's uh, you know it's important. It's a question I think about. I ask myself when I'm looking at scary decisions I want to make for my business or risky things I want to do in life. Is like, what am I going to regret more? What What does my older self want me to do? And does your older self want you to take the chance and ride it out, or play it safe, pull the money out? And if it goes up, so be it. At least you protected the money that you have. And that might also play to the idea of, 
are you playing with money that you can afford yeah, to lose, right? Because exactly. they say don't play with money you can afford to lose. Many of us have still jumped in with money that eh, maybe we shouldn't have. It's marginally yeah, debatable. Debatable. <laughs> like we'll be okay if it all goes down, but it would definitely hurt. Is this money you can afford to lose? If it's just play money, mm-hmm. then, you know, probably let, ride it out. Let it right? ride. Let yeah. it ride. See what happens. But if it's like, ooh, if this goes down more, that means I'm going to have to work an extra year or I'm going to have mm-hmm. to – you know, do something else. We won't, we'll cut vacation next year, et cetera. Maybe pull the money out and say, okay, I did it for the right reasons. If it goes up, that's okay. I'll catch something else next time because there's mm-hmm. always going to be there's other opportunities. There's always a next time. And I think also that's what we're seeing here. I mean, there's been so many times where we think, oh my God, we've completely lost. It's too late. Like Board right. Ape is way beyond where we could ever reach it. Like all these things. And then now as we're seeing, you know, there's peaks and there's valleys and there are other opportunities. It comes around again. Yeah. So it's not the only bus in town. There's new projects coming out all the time. There are established projects that are dipping. For example, one project that we were watching for quite some time last year when we we sold our house and we pulled some, we, we put some money into the NFT market and we bought a mutant the other rather expensive investment that we were considering was getting a cool cat. And I've been watching cool cats around 7.5 ETH, 7.6 ETH for a while. And I just didn't pull the trigger. And then they took off and they went up to eight, nine, 10 and was really kind of regretting it. And mm-hmm. I remember telling you like, oh, I didn't buy the cool cat. And you thought sure. I did. Yeah. And ah oh, man. And then they came out with cool pets. And that seemed like <laughs> a big, you know, a lot of buzz around that. And people were really excited. And I think cool cats ran up to... I don't know, almost 20 ETH or something like that, at least 16, as mutants ran up to like 23. And uh, as you and I are recording this, Cool Cats are back down to 7 ETH floor. Mm -hmm. So they're basically back down to below where I was at, you know, looking at it before, which means... Plus, and the this, cost of ETH is a lot lower than it was and, at that time, And the too. price of ETH is lower as well. So in a dollar perspective, they are a lot lower. So it's just a reminder that like some projects we're looking at, and there's no guarantee. You never know where it's going to go. But even if it goes up and you feel like, oh, I missed it, it might still come back down. Mm-hmm. You might still get your chance. Yeah. You, know, you these just things, never know. These things go up and down. Well, another one, a smaller example that we invested in recently was Fang Gang, which was a recommendation from Tim Livingston, who's been on this podcast, as well as Bennett, who's been on this podcast. And we bought three around 0.25. And then right after that, it went up to the floor, went up to like 0.33 or something. I was like, oh, here we go. This is great. (laughs) And then, you know, it's gone down along with everything else right now. And I think as you record, this floor is 0.15. So it's, it's well below where we bought it. And also we've been talking about, do you sell or not? That also could be a buying opportunity on a dip, right? You would Mm -hmm. go, okay, my investment thesis for Fang Gang or something else is strong. I do believe strongly in this project. I think it's going to weather the storm and, and be successful long term. So maybe this is a buying opportunity. I've got some ETH on the sideline. Maybe I buy more Fang Gang at 0.15, right? Or more. One project I've been thinking about is Boss Beauties, which ran all the way up to, I think, 3 ETH. And as we record this, is all the way back down to 1.5. And if you bought it at you know, 2.8, it hurts, mm-hmm. right? We luckily got in much earlier than that. But it could be a good buying opportunity right now at 1.6. We know they've got a lot of good things going on. We believe in that project long, long term. So you got to think about that as well. Look at the projects that you really believe in that have fallen in value. Instead of thinking, oh, crap, panic, sell, it could be the opposite. It could be maybe I add one or two more now, depending on the price and, and how much you have on the side and you can spend. Yeah, that's all very true. Exactly. I don't know what we'll be doing. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We got to talk well, yeah. about it in private and then we'll let you know. Exactly. Uh, but hopefully it gives you some things to think about in a down market. And, you know, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, the market will come back. Things move fast in the NFT world or it might be even worse. We'll see. And we'll do an episode about that.
Yes. And, you know, again, just to reiterate, I think this is just going to be such an interesting thing as we come out of this to see, do all projects come back? Do some projects never come back? And what are the projects that come back? And is there any commonalities between who comes back, who bounces back and who doesn't? So I think there's just a lot of learning and that we're going to get coming our way. As usual, we will follow along and find out. We'll share our findings with you. And of course, you're welcome to follow along with us and share your insights and questions. If you're not following me on Twitter, my handle is Andy Storch, A-N-D-Y-S-T-O-R-C-H. Would love for you to share this show and tag me on Twitter and Instagram, as well as visit our website, which is andystorch.com slash NFT. Thank you again for listening to my NFT journey. I appreciate you and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.